Well, hey, good morning. It's uh, Thursday, July 14th, 2022. Thursday, July 14th, 2022. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Uh, Jane Goodall got a Barbie doll. Uh, so uh, you might want to order it now uh, if uh, you're a collector. Uh, maybe uh, if, if you also have a monkey, you can... Uh, uh, give it uh, uh, give it the Jane Goodall doll to play with or, or if you have an ape you could do that <laughs> uh, PVTV Political Views TV Podcast that's what you Google to find me those four words uh, tell your friends to Google the, uh, exactly that a Political Views TV Podcast and I'll show up right at the top of the search man do I appreciate you uh, I got up as usual, around uh, 3.30 this morning and uh, started uh, gathering the news. Uh, if you can, please bring some with you today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. Tweet to me. Questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Uh, or maybe you just want to send me a news story, or maybe you want to just correct me on something. You're welcome to. Uh, let's start with, uh, of course, uh, Ukraine and Russia, the war. <clears throat> the uh, European Union has decided to implement economic sanctions on Russia and its shipments to and from Kaliningrad. Uh, remember, uh, Russia was fighting about that. They were getting very angry about that. Um, now, they didn't really do it. They, they've eased sanctions. In, in legal guidance released... Yesterday, the European Commission said that Lithuania had an obligation to allow the transit of sanctioned goods, with the exceptions, uh, with the exception of weapons, uh, between Russia and Kaliningrad. It said <clears throat> the transit of sanctioned goods by road with Russian operators is not allowed under the EU measures. No such similar prohibition exists for rail transport. So they can do it. That's so stupid. Uh, The commission added that transport of sanctioned military and dual-use goods was prohibited regardless of the mode of transport. Of course, that doesn't mean they won't make rail sanctions uh, next, you know, in the future. A State Department uh, spokesman, Ned Price, said in a statement, he obviously didn't read the actual decision. He, he said, we applaud European Union member states, including Lithuania, for enforcing sanctions measures fully in accordance with EU guidance. In other words, he's applauding letting Russia send more goods to Kaliningrad. He obviously did not read what the story was. Uh, Of course, the guidance is pretty toothless now, you know, these sanctions is toothless now that Russia can send just about anything they want to Kaliningrad. Uh, Price added, it is important to note that there is not now and there never has been a so-called blockade of Kaliningrad. Using a variety of routes, passengers continue to transit between mainland, mainland Russia and Kaliningrad, as do all uh, humanitarian shipments and most other goods. Uh, Russian Foreign Ministry, uh, Ministry spokesman Maria uh, uh, Zakharova said Lithuanians' actions in the Russian enclave of Kaliningrad will trigger retaliatory, retaliatory measures. 
Uh, I think that she, uh, she was speaking of the previous measures that they were doing. Uh, that's what she had claimed in the past. Uh, if she's claiming that now, she's got another thing coming. Uh, sandwich between Lithuania and Poland. We are, of course, now talking about, we, of course, have been talking about the Sawalki Gap. You and I have been talking about it for weeks, and the mainstream media I haven't even mentioned. Have you heard the Sawalki Gap from anybody? The Sawalki Gap is basically a rail passage from Belarus to Kaliningrad on the Baltic Sea, uh, because Kaliningrad is part of Russia, but they're not connected directly. Uh, much like uh, that little fingernail in uh, Moldova, whatever the, uh, what, what's McCallit is called. Um, it runs, uh, um, uh, the uh, Sawalki Gap runs on the Lithuanian side of the Polish-Lithuanian border. So Lithuania is responsible for checking trains and making sure they aren't sending missiles and other stuff like that. Moving on to Turkish Defense Ministry, Hulusi uh, Akar said in a statement, Russia and Ukraine are slated to meet again in Turkey next week following talks that aimed to uh, free uh, grain ex- exports. Akar said in a statement, we will try to reach a, conclu- a conclusion by carrying out this in coordination with the UN. Uh, in this sense, it was agreed that the Ukrainian and Russian delegations should meet again in Turkey next week. Uh, Delegations from Russia, Ukraine, Turkey, and the UN met in Istanbul yesterday. Uh, Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky uh, said this this in an evening video uh, address that the success of this story is needed not only for our state, but also, without exaggeration, by the world. He added, if we manage to remove the Russian threat to navigation in the Black Sea, it will remove the severity of the world food crisis. And, of course, he is completely correct. Um, I guess we might as well throw this in real quick, get it out of the way. Uh, Brittany Griner, uh, she arrived in court this morning. She's in court right now, I believe. Or, I guess it's tomorrow there? Maybe it's tonight? What time is it in Russia? Are they like 14 hours ahead of us? I guess she's done with court then, right? Uh, she's tra- she was charged with uh, trafficking and distribution, and her argument was that she inadvertently packed the drugs in her bag and did not mean to violate the law. Uh, now, you, you recall she went to court last, uh, last week, and that was she ad- uh, admitted that she, uh, she did it, and now they are ha- having a trial which is kind of weird since she admitted that she did it. Anyway, uh, it's Russian law. What do you expect? Uh, the death toll from a Russian missile strike on, an, on that apartment building in the town of Chasivyar in eastern Ukraine's uh, Donetsk uh, uh, has risen, with 48 civilians now declared to have died in the attack, including one child. Uh, Ukraine's emergency services said on Telegram that the number of people rescued from the rubble remains only at nine. Uh, that's that five-story apartment building in Chasivyar hit last Saturday. Ukraine said uh, Russian uh, Oregon rockets caused sever- uh, severe uh, destruction to the building. Russia has repeatedly denied targeting civilian targets despite the large number of instances in which civilian infrastructure was targeted. 
I mean, every every time you see an image of, of some town in Ukraine, it's got bombed out apartment buildings. It's insane what what um, uh, Russia is doing. Uh, Britain's Ministry of Defense in its uh, of defense in its latest intelligence uh, update today said that Russian forces continue to conduct artillery strikes across a broad front in the Donbas region, followed by in some areas probing assaults by small company and platoon-sized units. They said that uh, uh, Russia had not achieved significant advances over uh, this past week and were in danger of uh, losing any momentum that they had after taking, uh, what was that, uh, uh, Sloviansk? Or uh, am I talking, is it Sloviansk? No, it's something else. I'm, I'm not thinking straight right now. Uh, they said the uh, uh, Russia's aging vehicles, weapons, and Soviet-era Soviet tactics used by Russian forces do not lend themselves to quickly regaining or building momentum unless used in overwhelming mass, which Russia is currently unable to bring uh, bring to bear, they said. And, and I, I think Russia is, is spread pretty thin. If you, if you look at it, I mean, the they they have a uh, like a V-shaped um, attack. Uh, their attack line is V-shaped, which is very very long. I mean, if they had constant, if they had left alone uh, the southern region, region, they would be in much better shape for pushing west. But they did not do that. Uh, <clears throat> Luhansk Regional Military Administration head uh, Sergei Heide said on Telegram today that Russians are attempting to break through the Seversk uh, and open the way to Bakhmut via small settlements and that in order to advance, they are destroying everything they see in front of them. Now they are conducting offensive in the direction of Verkhnyokamiensk near Seversk uh, battles are underway. Heyday said Russian troops had launched 12 missiles and airstrikes on settlements situated at the border of the neighboring Luhansk and Donetsk regions, uh, the epicenter, which is the epicenter of the war right now. Heyday said uh, they continue massive artillery and mortar shelling and use multiple launch rocket systems. Uh, but the older ones, not like the HIMARS we're using. <laughs> I say we, I mean Ukraine. Uh, Russian forces has attacked west-central Ukrainian uh, city of Venetia uh, with at least 20 dead and 90 wounded, according to the latest report from the emergency services on the scene. The deputy chief of the Ukrainian president's office, uh, Kirillo uh, Timoshenko, said on Telegram, currently 20 people are known to have died as a result of a rocket attack on the city, including three children. 90 people sought help from medical institutions. Timoshenko said Russians had hit the center of Venetia with caliber cruise missiles, launching them from a submarine in the Black Sea, and that the rescue operation was ongoing. Uh, By the way, we're doing short news today. I don't know why. It was just a weird news day. So now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the world. I was watching uh, uh, Biden this morning uh, doing a speech in Israel. Uh, Biden had a speech 
like I said, uh, Biden told Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid that the vast majority of Americans are con- uh, committed to is- Israel's security. Maybe in red states. Uh, he also said that Democratic lawmakers in the U.S. who are critical of Israel are wrong. I wouldn't agree with that. So apparently apartheid is okay. Ethnic cleansing is okay. And the United Nations is wrong. That's what Biden said. I mean, he didn't use those words, but that's basically what he said. Uh, Biden said, I think, and and this is me calling out Biden. I, like I said, I will call out Biden if he needs to be called out on. And in this case, he does. Uh, Biden said, I think the vast majority of the American public, not just my administration, is completely devoted to Israeli security. Sure, we're, we're devoted to Israeli security, but we're also devoted to uh, Palestine and that Israel should not be raping the hell out of their land and taking it from them. Uh, in an interview with N12 News in Israel in response about Dems claiming an apartheid state, Biden said, There are a few of them. I think they're wrong. I think they're making a mistake. Israel is a democracy. Israel is our ally. Israel is a friend. And I think I make no apologies. He also blamed Trump for the huge mistake of pulling out of the Iran uh, nuclear deal, which of of course was a huge mistake. Uh, This morning, my time zone. Uh, He talked about uh, the two-state solution, which I think would work if Israel gave back all the land they stole from the Palestinian state since around 1968. The two-state solution is BS because Israel keeps taking land from Palestine. Uh, They, of course, talked about Iran. Uh, Lapid said, we discussed the Iranian threat. Um, There will be no nuclear Iran. This is not only a threat to Israel, but to the world, and we discussed some other issues we are going to keep to ourselves. Uh, Biden is set to travel to Saudi Arabia tomorrow, which was also discussed. Uh, Biden is uh, fist bumping instead of shaking hands because of COVID. I wonder how that will go over in Saudi Arabia, where the tradition is for the men to hold hands. Moving on. A joint statement was released from the White House, India, Israel, and the United Arab Emirates on uh, July 14, 2022, saying, We, the heads of the uh, government of India, Israel, the United Arab Emirates, and the United States, convened for the, uh, the first leaders' meeting of the I2U2 group. I2U2 group. Hmm. I wonder what the I and the U mean. Uh, The unique grouping of countries aims to harness the vibrancy of our societies and entrepreneurial spirit to tackle some of the greatest challenges confronting our world with a particular focus on joint investments and new initiatives in water, energy, energy, transportation, space, health, and food security. The agreement is working towards low-carbon output for industries, improved public health, solutions for waste treatment in the region, uh, promotion of green technologies and food and energy security. Uh, went on to say, we reaffirm our support for the Abraham Accords and other peace and normalization agreements with Israel. 
We welcome the economic opportunities that flow from these historic developments, including for the advancement of economic cooperation in the Middle East and South Asia, and in particular for the promotion of sustainable investment amongst the I2U2 partners. They also said they uh, welcomed other partners, other countries, and groups of countries if they wished to join. Uh, And this is just a way to dilute... Uh, the EU's fight against uh, carbon. I'm sure it is. Uh, Yesterday, the House passed legislation that would help millions of veterans who were exposed to toxic burn pits during their military service. We talked about that bill last month, but it got hung up because of paperwork. Uh, The bill, which removes the burden on veterans to prove that their toxic exposure resulted in certain harmful conditions, passed the House in a 342 to 88 vote. Uh, correcting a legislative snag that had held up the legislation through the July 4th recess. It will now go back to the Senate for final passage and to Biden's desk. Once signed into law, it would amount to a major bipartisan victory. I don't know if it's major, but it's a good start. Uh, As I said, there are plenty things that the, uh, the armed forces do that kill soldiers that they should not do kill or harm soldiers. Uh, Burn pits were commonly used to burn waste, including everyday trash, munitions, hazardous materials, and chemical compounds at military sites throughout Iraq and Afghanistan until about 2010. According to the Department of Veteran Affairs, these massive open-air burn pits, uh, you know, think of Burning Man, but it's chemicals and stuff like that, and when you breathe, uh, you're, you're... your lungs burn. Uh, these massive open-air burn pits, which were often o- operated at, at or near military bases, released dangerous toxins in the air that, upon exposure, may have caused short and long-term health conditions. And, of course, Biden believes the cancer that killed his son, Beau, was because of the burn pits. So, continuing our story from yesterday... After fleeing mobs in Sri Lanka and getting to Maldives, Sri Lankan President Gotabaya Rajapaksa has left for Singapore. Uh, He's in Singapore now. While resentment and anger grows in his uh, home country of Sri Lanka over his refusal to formally resign. I wonder why he didn't go to Seychelles. Seychelles is a great country. A little island nation out there in the ocean. Has Seychelles has the best flag in the world. It's like a, 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 a it's like a rainbow, uh, like a fan and a rainbow. It's kind of cool. Um, uh, Rajapaksa took a Saudi flight from Maldives because he couldn't get a private jet. Uh, today, Parliament Speaker Mahinda Yapa Abiwardena said Sri Lanka's parliament will not reconvene until Rajapaksa formally submits his resignation letter. Uh, Previously, parliament had been expected to start the process of selecting a new president on Saturday with the goal of voting in a new leader by July 20th. Uh, United Nations Secretary General uh, Antonio Guterres today said he was following the events in Sri Lanka very closely and called for a peaceful and democratic transition. He tweeted, It is important that the root causes of the conflict and protesters' grievances are addressed. I urge all party leaders to embrace the spirit of compromise, 
for a peaceful and democratic transition. There you have it. <clears throat> oh, let's add another right-wing sociopath to the mix. Man, it's like playing whack-a-mole, right? You get rid of one, and you have another. You uh, you make one uh, one happy, and then another one is unhappy. Uh, Mansion, cinema, and the Senate; those are the two. And and when we finally get something they can handle, we have Gottheimer of New Jersey in the House. Uh, Congressman uh, Congressman uh, Josh Gottheimer is corralling right-wing House Democrats to stop a potential reconciliation package that Manchin was involved in making. Why? Because Gottheimer has a huge donor in his New Jersey district that works on Wall Street. He is running around the House trying to get right-wing Democrats to kill the bill. He's trying to convince uh, Representatives Carol... uh, These are all right-wingers. Carolyn Bordeaux of Georgia, Ed Case of Hawaii, Tom uh, Ciozzi of New York, Susie Lee of Nevada, Dean Phillips of Minnesota, and Mike Shirella of New Jersey. Uh, And that's according to Axios. Uh, Gottheimer does not want to raise taxes on billionaires, which is in the package. Hmm. Uh, Make no mistake, Republicans are obstructionists, and so are the Republicans in the Democratic Party. So, finally, Bill Gates, Bill Gates, rich billionaire Bill Gates is moving $20 billion with a B of his wealth into the endowment, uh, into the endowment of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is ramping up its spending in the face of global challenges, including the pandemic and the war in Ukraine. Uh, Bill Gates and his ex-wife, Melinda French Gates, have both pledged to donate the vast majority of their wealth to the foundation they established together 20 years ago, as well as to other philanthropic endeavors. With an estimated net worth of about $114 billion, Bill Gates is currently the world's fourth richest person, according to Bloomberg's Billionaire Index, with most of his wealth tied to Microsoft shares. But he doesn't intend to rank that high forever. Gates wrote in a blog post yesterday, I will move down and eventually off the list of the world's richest people. I have an obligation to return my resources to society in ways that have the greatest impact for improving lives. I hope others in positions of great wealth and privilege will step up in this moment too. So if, you, if you're a billionaire, start giving away your money. I'm first in line. The line starts behind me. Not for giving away my wealth because I have none. For being for collecting some of it somehow, some way. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, we're finally finished. A short one today, as I said. Isn't that nice? Less than 24 minutes. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thursday, July 14th, 2022. Thursday, July 14th, 2022. I truly appreciate you. Uh, It's really nice of you to come every day. Uh, Bring someone with you uh, today or tomorrow. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Um, Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops uh, on Twitter. C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Uh, maybe you want to send me a story, or maybe you just want to say hi, or maybe you want to send your Republicans friends to argue with me. And remember, always remember, 
Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.